0: Welcome to Talk Healthy To Me. I'm your host, Friendly Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Good morning, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Healthy to Me. Today's episode is going to be kind of a quick one. It's a solo episode, and we're going to be talking all about how to stay healthy and balanced and in a good mindset throughout the holidays. I think this episode is also going to be a sweet reminder for me, as I do have a lot of travel and craziness coming up in the next two months. So I think I need these reminders as much as anybody else who may be listening to this. So I'm excited to get into it with you guys. Right now I'm sitting here with the frothiest cup of coffee I think I've ever made. Listen, oh, that's me stirring the froth. You guys, I wish I could just let you taste this through the podcast somehow. <laughs> if it- if that would ever be possible. It is so good. I did black coffee and I did this almond milk. It's from Moolala, I think is the brand. It's a brand that I found that doesn't have a lot of gums or fillers. And then I did honey and I did a little bit of maple syrup. I did cinnamon. I did Kaizos collagen and I did this Laird, I think it's L-A-I-R-D coconut creamer. Y'all, This is, Starbucks cannot even compete with this. And I have to admit, it is my third cup of the day. It's one of those days, okay? So we are fully energized and caffeinated and ready to go for this episode. I have a long list of little topics within this topic that I wanna talk about. If you think that this episode really is going to apply to you, go ahead and take out your phone notes or a little journal or something because I think some of these takeaways are gonna be really tangible and great to look back on if you have notes. So to stay healthy and balanced throughout the holiday season, I'm gonna be breaking it down into two main parts, physically and mentally. So we'll be talking about how we can keep our body healthy and feeling its best, but also keep our mind healthy feeling our best mentally and a positive mindset throughout the holidays. I also think it's important to preface real quick that healthy to me isn't always going to mean healthy to someone else. And I know that, and I'm aware of that. So take everything on any episode, on any podcast with a grain of salt, but especially this one, because as I'm talking about my healthy routine and my healthy habits, maybe you can gain inspiration from them and try some of them out. But as I talk on here, know that this is what works for me and maybe it isn't 100% healthy for you. Maybe. Doing something slightly different is healthy for you so just acknowledge that and like i said for me in my podcast or really anyone anybody that's talking about health and fitness and wellness just take advice with a grain of salt do your own research test things out and create your own routine that you know truly works for you i also want to say that this episode specifically is for a specific group of people. This is for the people that truly want to feel their best and maintain a healthy lifestyle and a healthy routine throughout the holidays. These are for my people that want to prioritize health and wellness. Really, whether it's the holiday season or not, it just is life in general. And I know that's not everyone. I know that if the whole world listened to this episode, I'm definitely going to get some comments or DMs that say like, oh, Brinley, that's so annoying. Can you just stop talking about working out for once? Like, just enjoy the holidays without any workouts or without eating healthy at all. And I know I'm going to get those people, but that's what I'm saying right here is this episode isn't for everyone. It's for those people that do want to prioritize health and wellness, no matter what season it is. And with that being said, I think balance is one of the most important things and it's a great way to practice it during the holiday season because during the holiday season, you do get out of your routine a bit. You're traveling, you're visiting family, you're visiting different friends. You just are out of your normal in a lot of cases. So I think it's a great way to Test yourself and really work on incorporating more balance into your life. But to me, in my personal experience, balance doesn't mean totally jumping off the wagon of your health and wellness routine and just going full force in the other direction. It means having the fun treats, having the Christmas cookies, having those travel days where you don't get any movement and you're sitting on a plane or in a car and being so okay with that. But also incorporating those days when you can to move your body, to feel good, to bring healthy meals to. Friendsgiving or to Christmas dinner and share it with your loved ones, share it with other people so that they can also get a taste of this, you know, health and wellness that you're so passionate about. So that is the balance that we're going to be talking about today. So first let's talk about the mental health side of this. How do we go through the holiday season with a good mental attitude, mental state, and just feeling healthy and stress-free throughout the holidays? I know that I have so many different types of people with different Upbringings and backgrounds and family lives and everything listening to this episode right now So I first want to speak to the people that when you think of holiday season You don't feel happy. You don't feel good. You dread it quite honestly first I want to say you're not alone I know that I have also been there where I Genuinely just wanted to skip over november through december and go straight into the new year I didn't even want to experience any of it And I know there's so many people out there that feel the same way right now So if that is you I hope you find a little bit of comfort in just knowing that you're not the only one that feels that way. There's so many people that have that same experience, whether it's because you just went through a breakup and you can't believe you're about to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas without your loved one, or maybe you're like me and you came from a divorced family and holiday season was extremely hard and something you just wanted to skip over. Maybe you're dealing with a loss in the family and the thought of going to Christmas and that person not being there is just excruciating to think about or maybe you have internal struggles going on that no one really knows about and the thought of being around a bunch of people that love you and are going to ask you questions and you have to talk and show up and act like everything's okay. Maybe that's your situation, but regardless, there's so many things out there that can be happening in people's lives right now and that makes spending holiday season really, really tough and I know that and I want to recognize that and say you're not alone. I'll share a little bit of my story of the holidays. Um, maybe like five six years ago So my parents split up when I was a sophomore in high school That was when they officially got divorced. They had been split up on and off Many years before that but sophomore year is when it got very very bad in my home And they ended up getting fully divorced and my dad moved to a completely different state And I did not talk to him for like a year and a half Like not at all. You can imagine as a high school girl that is really tough and really hard. And after that year to year and a half of no contact whatsoever, he reached out and invited my brother and I to come spend Thanksgiving with him. And to be honest, I just didn't want to. This is one of those moments I just wanted to skip over Thanksgiving and not have to deal with it. I didn't want to be away from my mom, but I also didn't want to decline this offer from my dad because I thought maybe there could be hope there of... Mending our relationship and actually allowing him to be a part of my life and fixing things kind of So my brother and I made the decision to go and we spent thanksgiving in his little apartment in st. Louis And I remember just wanting to cry nonstop. I actually did cry myself to sleep I think almost every night I was there and I remember thinking this is what it's going to be for the rest of my life I am going to be that kid that has to go to different houses for different holidays and split it up and this is my life from now on. And I remember feeling so miserable in that moment and feeling like I would never come out of this sadness of having my family split apart and now having to choose and being put in an awkward situation every time the holidays came up. And I remember specifically sitting at his little table in this little apartment. And it was just him and my brother and I eating some turkey that we made. And it wasn't a big Thanksgiving feast. We weren't surrounded by, you know, our grandparents and stuff like it used to be. And I remember just sitting there and holding back tears the entire dinner as we kind of just all ate in silence, thinking, how did this happen? And why did this happen? And why did it have to be us? Why couldn't we work it out? And I remember feeling like it would never get better from there, that it was only going to be that sad every single year and that miserable every Every single year. And I remember never wanting to do Thanksgiving again. And now, fast forward, gosh, how many years ago was that? I'm 25 right now. So that was more than five or six years ago. That was a bit longer than that. I was in sophomore in high school. So I was like 16 or 17. And now I remember that moment so clearly, but now it is completely different. And I do have a good relationship with both my mom and my dad now. They're still divorced, of course, and they have my mom is remarried now. My dad has a girlfriend and it still is hard to know that, you know, my family didn't work out and I do have to split it up, but it's so much better. And I know that I'll never feel that miserable in that moment again. So I hope that little story of the holidays is just a little bit encouraging to know that, it does feel so heavy in the moment and it feels so awful, but years will pass and time will heal and you'll get through it. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it does get better and it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't even happen over a year. It might take as long as it took for me to sit here on this podcast and realize I'm better now and I'm more healed now and everything's okay now. Um, but time will heal and it will get better. I hope that that just assures whoever needs to hear it that's listening. So if you're in a situation somewhat similar to that in any way, these are some little steps and tips that I have to help yourself get through that season and to make it a little bit more bearable, maybe even find some joy in the midst of it. Number one, which I know is something that nobody wants to hear, but it is to get off social media. Take a little social media break or at least limit your time and don't endlessly scroll watching things that are going to make your heart hurt more. I remember for me during that phase of my life when I would look on Instagram and see all of the beautiful families gathered together in their matching Thanksgiving outfits and doing stuff all together. I would see that and it would just make me more sad. And it's kind of like torturing yourself mentally to allow yourself to keep watching and keep seeing all that when you know it's not doing anything for you. So I think looking back now, I just would have been so much better off just logging off for a couple days or for a week, especially during that Thanksgiving holiday because that really only hurt me more. There's so many other platforms that you can go on and it not be just so in your face. I think Instagram, it's really easy to just see stuff you don't want to see sometimes like that. But if you go on Pinterest, for example, you can see a lot of cool ideas and art and travel places and outfits or anything that sparks your creativity. Pinterest is an awesome platform and it's also not filled with um, the likes and the views and everything right in your face. I think Pinterest is honestly the platform that keeps me the healthiest and the most creatively inspired. So we love Pinterest. Another one is YouTube, maybe just typing in the type of videos you want to watch. So if you want to get motivated for some fun workouts, you can type in like workouts of the week or something, but fine tuning what you're watching and what you're consuming when you're in a sad space is so important. And honestly, that's a good tip for the holidays or just for any day in your life too. Okay, the next one is a little mindset practice a mindset shift that really, really helped me. Um, And it actually came to me when I was in prayer with God. So I think this is just straight from God speaking to me. And it is, if you're in a situation where you feel hurt, whether it's just the situation in general or if you feel like other people cause this hurt, um, it really helped me to ask God for compassion and for empathy and to realize the why behind that hurt so for example if you have a family member that has caused pain in your life for some reason i'm not saying by any means that the pain that they cause is acceptable or what they did is acceptable but it helps you to be able to forgive them and to move on and to grow and to heal from that if you can find that empathy and compassion for the why behind it so i would ask god like why do you think that they are this way? Why do you think that they acted like this? And I'm able to put myself in their shoes for a second and think at the core of it, at their heart, that's a child that grew up hurting also, that maybe someone inflicted pain in their life and maybe they went through hard things that made them act out this way. And like I said, that's not an excuse that makes it acceptable no matter what it is. Um, that's just a way that you can move on and grow from that. And really be the bigger person and and experience the empathy for the why behind it. You can do this for a friend, for a family member, for a stranger, whatever. Anybody that you've experienced do something mean or harmful or sad or whatever, you can just think, okay, yeah, this is not okay what they did, but I wonder why, like maybe when they were younger, their dad spoke to them that way. Maybe when they were younger, they were punished in this way. And it helps you to just see a child that also grew up hurting. And it takes, I guess a little, for me, it took a little bit of anger away in my situation. Okay. My next tip is to decide in advance what your healthy coping mechanisms are gonna be if you come across a day during holiday season that you do not feel okay. Because if you know that that's gonna come and the emotions are gonna be all over the place and it's gonna be tough on Thanksgiving or on Christmas or around it, if you can be prepared and say like, I know those feelings are gonna come back what can I do differently this time to cope in a healthy way? If you have a plan set up already in your head, you're much more likely to stick to it and not cope in a way that's really unhealthy or harmful to your mind or body, like drinking, shutting everybody out, trying to essentially numb the pain or or numb whatever you're going through in ways that you know are only going to cause you more harm in the long run. So some examples of this would be some type of movement that makes you feel good. It can be a gym workout. It can be class you put on YouTube, like a little free 30-minute workout or something, it can be going on a long walk, a hike. It can be knowing that maybe you're at Thanksgiving and your family starts arguing or something's going on that you feel your stress and your cortisol rising, you can say, okay, when that happens, I'm gonna go in my room and I'm just gonna practice breathing exercises and I'm gonna journal and I'm gonna just sit with myself because that's a way that I can cope in a healthy way. I also think another one that is very therapeutic for me is cooking. Baking a healthy recipe for the holidays is always something that feels really good to me and honestly helps me de-stress too. Ooh, this is a good one. Get a good book. Honestly, get like three or four good books for the holidays and just know that if you ever feel those emotions rising and you're getting stressed or sad, uh, feel good, happy book is a great way to just escape for a little bit. And on that note, I'm not saying that escaping and not dealing with your emotions is healthy either because it's definitely not. you got to deal with them sometime or else you're going to keep pushing them down and pushing them down and then have to deal with the explosion of them. But sometimes you do need a quick little escape from a situation just to get your mind off of it and calm down. And then you can start to really feel them and deal with them later when you're alone or in an environment that feels safer. And I think a book is a great escape for that. And that leads me to another healthy coping mechanism that actually allows you to deal with your emotions, and that's journaling. And this is such an amazing way to get everything that you're feeling down on paper. And something about that release, just getting it on paper and being able to read it out in front of you allows you to kind of see it from a different perspective, I think, because you're reading from a different perspective. You're reading as if you know, your inner thoughts are the character in the book and you're being able to see this bigger view of the situation. And I think that really, really helps. And yeah, just getting them down on paper de-stresses the mind completely because you don't have to carry that weight of them on your shoulders and in your mind because you allowed them to flow out onto the page. I think that is a huge tip that has definitely helped me in my journey as well. And it's so awesome to find a journal from three, four years ago and read back some of the pages and see how much you've grown and see how much the little things that mattered so much and took up all of your thoughts and all of your mind three, four years ago they either don't matter at all today or you've learned so much from them and grown into a better human being because you went through that. So journaling, I would highly recommend. Um, some people love meditating and I wish that I could say I'm one of those people. I really am working on it. Um, I can do a couple minutes of a guided meditation on Spotify, but past that I get very distracted. But That is very helpful to some people. And then therapy is obviously a really good step, too. That's more of a professional level step instead of just, you know, little self-care steps that you can do for yourself. But signing up for therapy, there's so many good sources. You can do them online now from your phone. You can even text a therapist, I think on BetterHelp. This isn't sponsored or anything, but BetterHelp is really good. I know there's a few other online that if you just want to sign up for, you know, a month trial or a two-month trial and just have someone to communicate with during the holidays, that is a really great idea too. So those are some of my favorite tips for keeping your mental state healthy and manageable throughout the holidays if it is a hard time for you. There is another huge reason that it could be mentally a tough time for you. And I wanna do a slight trigger warning on this. If you are struggling with any type of eating disorder or restrictions and you don't want to be triggered by this conversation, feel free to skip through this part a little bit and we'll talk about it for a sec and then we'll get into more of the physical side of things. So yeah, if you are struggling with any of that right now, this can be a really tough time because it is a time that you feel like, a little bit out of control, especially if you're traveling or visiting family and friends during this time, you're kind of pushed out of your scheduled routine. And I am not any type of doctor and I definitely don't feel qualified or educated enough to speak on eating disorders. But I do want to say I'm so, so sorry. And my heart is with you. If you are going through something like this around the holidays, I think something any and all of us listening can always do is focus on balance over perfection, focus on wholeness over perfection, focus on time with friends and family and real quality time over what we look like or what we're eating or what exercise we're doing that day, but focus on the things that truly matter the most because the people that you do have around you and the memories that are waiting to be made right now are so much more important in our little gold pieces of life that you're going to look back on and want to remember more than what you looked like or what you ate that day. So I want to encourage everybody that is listening, no matter if you are struggling with those things or not, to let your word for the holidays be balanced. Let everything you do be done with balance. Forget the all or nothing mindset dismiss any negative thoughts that come into your mind about yourself or your body or anything that is negative and not fruitful and replace those thoughts with more positive thoughts thoughts that are going to help you make memories that you actually care about and thoughts that are going to build you up and for me i think something that really helps me live with balance especially with food and have a healthy relationship with food is not categorizing certain days or timelines or events as cheat days, in quotes, or days where I can just splurge and eat all the junk food. I'm not eating any veggies or healthy food. I'm not taking my supplements. This is a full-on cheat day. I don't do that. For me personally, That doesn't work because one I don't want to spend any day feeling terrible And I know that if I wake up and eat donuts for breakfast pizza for lunch fries for dinner soda all throughout the day I'm going to feel terrible. I know how that makes my stomach hurt so bad I know that's gonna give me a headache I know i'm gonna have no energy and I don't want to live a single day like that So instead I try not to think of anything as a cheat day I try to make every day as balanced as I can and eat the nutritious balanced meals that make me feel good and that give me energy and that don't hurt my stomach or my head. And then I'll enjoy any treat that I'm craving that I want that day on top of that. So it doesn't have to be a one way or the other way, an all or nothing type of day. It can just be a balanced day with both the in quotes. Healthy, nutritious meals and the fun treats like cookies or ice cream and stuff like that. And when I listen to my cravings and I enjoy those regularly whenever I want to, but also still keep some nutrition in my day to day, I don't crave those like crazy. Or I'm able to have small portions of them and feel satisfied and feel content without having to eat, you know, a whole box of cookies. I can have one cookie or two cookies and feel good. So I don't know. I hope that mindset can help somebody else that. Balance is so much better than in quotes perfection because nothing is perfection and restricting yourself from things you love is only going to cause you to crave it way more and incorporating balance into your everyday is what I personally think is the best way to go about it. So for me, that doesn't matter if it's today or Thanksgiving, I'm still going to incorporate that balance. Maybe on Thanksgiving, it's a little bit more of the fun stuff that I love that isn't necessarily the healthiest option, but that's okay. There's still balance there. And if you do have one day where you actually don't eat anything nutritious and you're just eating a bunch of, in quotes, like crap or junk food, so what? You know what? An outlier of your routine and of your everyday normal isn't going to do anything to you. Like one little outliner, one little day that's different from what you normally do isn't going to have an impact on your health or your goals or anything. It's an outlier. That's all it is. But you pick back up. You go back to your routine. You go back to your balanced, nutritious meals and you move on and everything is going to be so okay. Okay. That's all I have for that. Let's move into the physical part of staying healthy and balanced during the holidays. So for me, I know that I do feel my best with daily movement. If I go a couple days without some type of movement or workout, my mind actually goes crazy. I catch myself feeling really anxious, feeling stressed. I get quickly irritated in my body. I feel low energy and lethargic. I start to get low motivation to really do anything at all. It just doesn't feel good. So I know that I need to stick to some type of movement in my daily routine. It doesn't have to be a scheduled workout every day by any means. It can be any type of movement that just gets my blood flowing and my oxygen going and endorphins released to feel good mentally and physically. So I know that during the holidays, it is kind of hard to stick to any type of workout routine, especially if you're traveling and you're going to somewhere that doesn't have a gym or you just don't have time to go to the gym or anything like that. It's really easy to go a whole week and realize, wow, I haven't moved my body really or worked out once. So I want to talk about how we can practice balance while traveling and being away for the holidays but knowing that it's also okay to fall out of what your normal routine is and quite frankly it's pretty normal to fall out of that when you're traveling i mean there's really no other way so my tip number one is to plan in advance if you're going to visit your in-laws or your parents in a different town before you go look up some fun hiking spots or some fun outdoor activities or some gyms in the area some group classes in the area do your research in advance and think of some fun ways that you can get your body moving for that week that you're there so that depending on your schedule while you're there, you can find some time to incorporate a quick walk or a fun Orange Theory class or a Pilates class into that week to keep you feeling good. Sometimes when Lucas and I travel for a road trip, we'll literally bring a set of dumbbells in the back of our car just so that we know if we have a 30 minutes before everyone wakes up, we can get a fun little workout in together. Or we'll look up a good place to walk Ziggy and find a park that we can go for a walk at some point in the morning. It's also so fun to explore a new place by going to group fitness classes. And this is a great way to bond with your family members by bringing them with you. Orange Theory, Berries, any type of spin class, hot yoga, hot Pilates. There's so many good ones, especially if you're going to a bigger city. You can get on ClassPass and you can look on there or you can just do a Google search of like workout classes in Atlanta or wherever you're traveling to. I also do have a travel program with shorter workouts that include only dumbbells on my app. If you want that as an option, if you don't really wanna like go into an actual studio, you can download that and do just 30-minute dumbbell workouts. And a lot of them, you could actually do it without dumbbells. Maybe there's two or three exercises that you'd just have to skip. But for the most part, you can do squats with dumbbells or without. So you can kind of incorporate it however you have to. But that's a definitely a good option to have, too, if you're traveling to somewhere that you don't really know the surrounding spots. Um my app link will be in the description of this podcast if you want to check it out. There's a free trial in there. My next tip, which kind of goes hand in hand with this, once you decide some type of movement or exercise that you're going to do, invite someone along with you. It's so much easier to go out and do workouts and do movement with a family member or a friend. And I personally feel so blessed that my family loves to join when I challenge them to come do a workout with me or to go on a walk or something. They're like, heck yeah, let's do some movement. They're very open to it. I know that's not the case for everyone. So if that's not the case for you, and it is a little bit harder, get a virtual friend, like find someone, or maybe your best friend's going somewhere else than you for Thanksgiving. Have a little challenge that you guys are going to keep up with together and check in on each other and be like, Hey, I'm walking this mile today. Like here's a selfie from it or whatever. Just find some type of fun accountability or someone that you can do it with because that truly makes it so much easier. But if you can, get your family to go with you. Even if you think that they're not going to be down to, just invite them. You never know. You might have a cousin that has been wanting to get into a healthy routine so bad and they just don't know don't know where to start. So just invite. Text it in the group chat. Be like, hey, I want to go to this berries class today. Who wants to come with? And you never know what's going to come out of that. You might just change your cousin's life. And I already touched on this a little bit, but this does not, like you can go a full week without working out and that's totally fine. I'm just talking about movement in general, what feels best for you and what makes your body and your mind feel the best. So if you don't want to do workouts at all, totally fine. Find some activities that are outside that get you moving without feeling like an actual workout. That can be a walk, that can be playing pickleball, it can be going golfing with your grandpa, horseback riding, like literally anything, just something that's movement outdoors is going to make you feel so good. And it's going to bring you a lot of fun memories with your family or friends or whoever you're traveling with too. There's so many free types of movements or activities or workouts that you can choose from. Like I said, all those outdoor ones. And then there's also so many good follow along YouTube videos. You can do a 20 minute Pilates workout before anybody wakes up or before you go to bed or something. There's even like 10 minute workouts you can pick Um, there's of course instagram and tiktok workouts You can do free trials like the free trial my app free trials of gym classes There's so many options that are free and then if you want to do paid stuff You can of course sign up for somebody's program You can book a class that doesn't have a free trial somewhere. The options are truly limitless All it takes is a little bit of initiative a little bit of research and picking something that you're excited for Yeah, so all in all I guess balance with exercise During the holidays, really to me, just means knowing that your routine isn't going to look the way that it always does and being okay with that, being okay with going a few days or a week or two weeks without having access to a gym, but finding ways that you can still move your body and feel good and do something for yourself physically as a little act of self-love and self-care. And I do want to say if you have family members or friends that respond negatively to you wanting to take care of yourself during the holidays and wanting to do exercise and wanting to eat healthy still. And they make comments like, oh oh my gosh, it's so annoying. Can you just for once not work out? Or can you for once not have to eat a healthy meal or something. A lot of times they're honestly just projecting their own insecurities onto you and trying to make you feel bad for choosing that. And I know it sucks. I know how it feels. I've definitely had that happen to me myself. And it's really hard to deal with too because it makes you feel a little bit crazy. But my best tip for that is to educate them, to say, you know what, I like to feel good. I like to go throughout my day without a stomachache, and I like to go throughout my day Feeling stress free, and those are why I make those choices. And I love a good Christmas cookie too, and I'm gonna eat one, but I'm also gonna have a balanced breakfast too, because that's what makes me feel good. And I'm gonna go on a walk before dinner, because that's what makes me feel good, and it helps with my digestion. And if you can give them the real reasons and educate them on the why, it might allow them to be like, wow it's okay for them to live like this and maybe I can do that too. And you never know, maybe they'll be set in their way and they'll just shake it off or roll their eyes, but maybe you will change something in their mind as well and you'll inspire them to start living a more balanced and healthy lifestyle too. Okay, that wraps up pretty much everything I have for this episode. Like I said, it was just a short and quick one, but it was something I was really thinking about on my walk today and I wanted to share it with you guys. Your weekly challenge for this, I'm gonna have you write down some ways that you're going to practice balance throughout the holidays. So if you have a Friendsgiving coming up or a Christmas trip or something, Think about some ways that you can use maybe some of these tips or some of your own tips for yourself and just incorporate more balance into your holiday season to still feel your best and feel good, but also enjoy some fun treats and some lazier days and all of that. I also want to leave you guys with a discount code for both of my brands as always there in the show notes of this podcast, but I just want to remind you again, because these are actually some fun gifts for the holidays too. I know my mom bought a bunch of Kaizos containers for stocking stuffers for cousins and stuff. Um, So I wanted to share this with you, Kaizos Cocoa and Collagen. You guys get a discount on that. It's Healthy 25, and the link will be in the show notes. And then Honey Swim, you also get a discount. I think it's Healthy 25, but I'll put the link in the show notes for that. I can't thank you guys enough for coming back each week and listening and sharing your Instagram stories of you on a walk outside listening to this. It makes me so happy, and I just love building another little community here on the podcast. I feel like it's the place that I can truly speak my heart and share the things that really matter to me and connect with you guys over it. So I'm so, so thankful for this. I think it's honestly one of my most special platforms. I have so much love and appreciation for all of you listening. And I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, a beautiful rest of your week, and also a beautiful holiday season. I'll see you next Monday, or I'll talk to you next Monday. Much love.